Since you heard that, let me bring it back. Ooh, yeah. Zabadaba sweetum dim What's going on, family? This is Sergio Chavez. And Francesca Chavez. And we are the Chavez, Chavez crew. crew. Oh, don't mess it up. I know. Come on, 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 but we are getting this thing together. Yes. Welcome to another episode of the Chavez Party of Five podcast. Woo-hoo. Come on, can you make some noise right there where you are? In your living room, in your bedroom, in your car, at work, at, at cubicle vibes, uh, office vibes, construction site vibes. Big up yourself. <laughs> oh, babe. Everything that you listed. Family, what is happening? What is going on? We want to welcome you back. We're back. We're back. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah, we've been gone for like two weeks. It's been, yeah. For good reason. Very good reason. Yeah, most definitely. It's not (laughs) because we haven't wanted to record. Um, We've had all the intentions to, but it has been um, just hectic. Um, Yes. (laughs) A lot going on. Um, We'll spare a lot of details, but let's just say... Um, that uh, we're just grateful, we're blessed, we're happy to be able to share once again. If this is your first time tuning in, we welcome you to the yes. CPO5 podcast. Yes, this yes, is yes. the place where we like to share on love, marriage, relationships, parenting, ministry, and everything in, in between. between. So we're so glad that you're tuned in. And if you are a party animal, Woo! we're so glad that you are tuned back in. Listen, yes. if you haven't already connected to us across social media platforms make sure to connect i am at i am sergio chavez and i am at francesca p chavez make sure to follow us make sure to subscribe make sure to rate us on itunes podcast make sure to spread the love and let people know about everything that is taking place here at the cpo5 podcast if you haven't gotten a chance to go back to check out previous episodes make sure to do it it's amazing content yes we've gotten into our love story we've delved deep into uh our personal growth i mean Mm -hmm. what do we what have we covered well i was gonna ask you babe which episode has been your favorite so far wow oh you throwing me for a loop right now i can't even do um, i have to pull them up I can't even. Yeah, go ahead. Look it up. Look okay. it up. Look it up. Try to think of one. Because of course we are recording late. We've <laughs> had a, a long day, but it's been a blessed day, I'm a productive see. day. I'm gonna see. Cause this. Oh, here we go. CPO five. Wait, but I just want to see the episodes. Okay, here we go. So see all episodes. So we started with. Well, obviously we had our grand opening. Mm-hmm. Then there was I See Fireworks. That was our love story. I like that. Right. Cutting, 
Cut Hanging Threads. Oh, that was fine. That one was actually really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Um, I'm a Pelt Pelt Fish. I like that one. That was a good <laughs> Throw one. Throw Me the Alley Oop. Ooh. Okay. Uh, right now, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a put a pin on that one right there. That one? For now. Keep going. Okay. In the Middle. I will put a pit on both of those right there. Then there's black is beautiful. Ah, that was good. Zero to a hundred real quick, and then you light my fire. Okay, I really liked zero to a hundred real quick. That was that was a fire episode. Cause that one was on like conflict, conflict resolution. That was a good one. That was a really good one. Yeah, but I'm still gonna hold to my two. What what did I say? You said throw me the alley oop and in the middle. I'm going to go with in the middle for now. It may change with time, but I'm going to go with in the middle because um, that one hit. Man, we went deep. Yeah, that we shared, one we got vulnerable. We shared stories. Um, that one was a real personal one about KC. Yeah, yeah, going to the yeah. hospital. That was, I don't know, man. Cut it. Cut. Hanging threads was, was also one. really was good. good it, yeah, I, okay, I feel listen, like that listen, might family. be one for me too. The point is, you got to go and listen, re-listen, yep. uh, share with a friend or two that may need to listen and get some of this wisdom mm-hmm. in their head. You know, so that's all I got to say about that. Absolutely, baby. How you feeling? How you doing? I'm feeling good. Tired. (laughs) When am I not tired when we're recording at midnight? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I'm feeling good. I am blessed. It was a great day. Yeah. So most definitely. Um, so I think with all of that, you know, I'm excited to be back on the podcast. We've been talking about this since last week, getting back with our listeners. So I'm excited to be back. Yeah. How about you, babe? I've been doing well, blessed. You know, um, as I mentioned earlier, it's been um the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a lot of processing. We've mm-hmm. been having to overcome a lot of battles. Um, we've been doing a lot of praying, mm-hmm. a lot of fasting, a lot of um, oh, yeah. just just building within our family um, for many different reasons. It's been it's been a heavy, heavy couple of weeks. But um, through it all, we've seen the power of community yeah we've seen the power of prayer mm-hmm. we've seen the power of faith in the midst of brutal storms yeah and um More like hurricanes yeah 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 <laughs> but you know just through it all we've seen the hand of god we've seen yeah. victory and um and i'm just i'm grateful to be alive i'm grateful that my baby nephew was born yay baby zane, uh, baby zane. <laughs> I want to give a big shout out to the Reese's who are yes. um, family, of course. Ange is my sister, uh, Mario Ruiz. Of course, that's my brother-in-law. But, you know, they're also associate pastors in our ministry. And they're just incredible people. We love them dearly. Um, such a blessing to us personally. And so uh, our baby Zane was born. And um, and we're beyond blessed. Yes, we're beyond we blessed. Are. So you know what? Just Thank off, j- just off 
the uh, just off the bat, I want to dedicate this one, this particular episode, to my little nephew, Lil Zane. <laughs> Lil Zane, aka Zane Low. <laughs> Already giving him nicknames. <laughs> yes, yes, most definitely. But you know, I'm glad to be able to do this again. Yeah, me I've too. missed this. You know, I love doing this. I love to be able to share and talk and just get real with you. And um, so I've missed this. And uh, we hope that the CPO5 party animals, I hope that they've missed us too. And I know. That they tune in and that they sh- just spread everything that's exactly. taking place here. Let's get started with our game then. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So this one is theoretical icebreaker questions. All okay. right. So we're just going to do two each. All right. That way we it. can delve into our topic of the evening. Um, okay. So... If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Seafood. A hundred percent. Is that, a, can I, can I, I guess you that? can do that. You did a category. I That's think you're category. supposed to pick like one a specific? specific, yeah, like a specific food or uh, dish. Like a meal. Hmm. But we can. I'm gonna stick to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna stick. I'm, 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 I'm most definitely. Um, a seafood lover yeah been one all my life shout out to everyone that it just enjoy you a little bit of everything yes. and you know a lot of people say they love seafood but really they just like fried fish and shrimp you know yeah, what i mean but yeah. nah 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 i'm a connoisseur <laughs> of sorts if you will um i get into everything oysters yeah. clam octopus octopus squid uh, I know some people when I said that they're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of fish and yeah. um, an array of of seafood. I'm into it all. Me too. And I do love me some shrimp, fried yeah, shrimp, you do love boiled shrimp. shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> you like all types of shrimp. Uh, <laughs> grilled f- shrimp. Now, so that's a throwback reference, by the way. Let me know if you caught that reference. <laughs> I love all kinds of shrimp. <laughs> oh, wait. I think I know which reference this is. But, uh, but go ahead, go on ahead. that note, yeah. Um, yeah, guys, Sergio has actually been intoxicated because he ate too much shrimp. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't intoxicated. It's not the, the term, I don't think. Was but it like shrimp? No, no. It's just poison? food poisoning. Okay. Yeah. I, I, had a, <laughs> I had a mean uh, food poisoning experience because I just, I went OC with uh with eating shrimp that means yeah. out of control yeah. like, i remember i was very young and um and we went we went fishing and you know long story short we just had an all out with the family fish fry i mean they had the the crabs mm-hmm. they had shrimp and i went in i'm talking about oh, i shrimp. went crazy <laughs> With the shell and everything, mm-hmm. like I was just savage mode. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was eating shrimp like there was no tomorrow, and let's just say it was a, a really bad idea. <laughs> they had to take me to to the hospital. <laughs> Lord. Boy, boy, I'd have, I'd have been through some things in my lifetime. <laughs> Lord, big, big shout out to all the seafood lovers. Y'all know how it is, man. When you can't even wait to peel the shrimp, you just with the with the. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, the show that's, and everything. No, but that's just you. Yeah, no, that is just me. That is just me. But shout out to myself. <laughs> okay, but the next question is, if you could guest star on any television show, what would it be and who would you play? 
oh, this is like, uh, <laughs> um, I have to play, I have to. I can't make up a character. It's like I have Maybe you could. Yeah, it just said I would who, just, who would you play? So if you oh, could I would guest just star on any television show. Any. So I'm gonna just name one of my favorites. This is not my favorite, but one of my favorite TV shows of all time. It's not current, but if you uh, were uh eight late eighties, nineties baby, um then you can relate Martin. Yes. Was my show. Martin. Mm-hmm. Martin. <laughs> yeah. Martin Lawrence show in the 90s. That was one of my shows amongst, you know, I mean, that was like the golden era. Yeah, yeah. You know, there were many shows during that time. But Martin was my show. I loved it. And uh, I would just be an extra. <laughs> I would just be one of Martin's homeboys, like Tommy or Cole. Um, So, yeah, I'll I'll be an extra on the show, Martin. Okay. okay. Yeah, I like these. I like these. Okay, then you got to pick two for me. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Hmm. If you could instantly learn any... Have I asked you this? Well, let's see. I feel like, yeah. Something about a skill. Yeah. Yeah, skip that one. I think we've done something. If you were an Olympic athlete, what would be your sport? Oh, that's an easy one. Volleyball. (laughs) Tell the people why. Well, if you didn't know, I am a volleyball fanatic. I wish I could play more, but I think I stopped after having KC, right? Like right after having KC. Mm, Or maybe a little before. before. It was a little before. Yeah, because we moved, right? Yeah, that's true. And I could no longer attend the league. Um, But I actually have been... Well, I played volleyball from middle school through like almost all of college you were even on your college team right? yeah and then did um and then just joined leagues after that when i started working so yeah volleyball has been my thing mvp setter and digger shout out to my setters and my diggers if you know you know what those positions I'm are? I'm sure it's probably like one person, baby, but it's <laughs> all good. I'm going to go ahead and give you the big up yourself, big Thank up you yourself. Think. That was the day that I had, that, that's when I had muscles. <laughs> <laughs> There's two questions that I like, so I'm trying to, mm, okay, what does, I'm going to go with this one. There was another one, but that's like a, kind of like a deeper one or you'll have to think more about it so this one's like really fun and, and just simple what does your perfect ice cream sundae look like mm, and mm-hmm. i love ice cream yep. this is my that's favorite why i went with food. that question <laughs> um so it would be oh dang this one's actually kind of hard um because i like so many different ice creams but okay I'm going to do on a day like today, because I think I would have a different ice cream yeah, Sunday yeah, depending yeah, on the right, day. Right, 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 right. But on a day like today, I think the perfect ice cream Sunday would be a scoop of Breyer's natural vanilla. Okay, now. It can't be homemade. You're throwing out brands and it they're not sponsoring homemade. us. Oh, man. Uh, or, or French or extra creamy. No, no, it has to be the natural vanilla okay yes because there is a difference in the okay. flavors okay um with honey walnuts okay is it honey walnuts yeah they're like smothered in honey okay yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you i'm with you right so crushed far crushed oreos oh okay 
I wasn't expecting that when you went left, but yeah. it's still sounding good. <laughs> Honey Oreos. walnuts with Oreos. Okay. And then I would put some sprinkles mm. on top of the walnut side, not the Oreo side. Like okay. A few, few sprinkles on the walnut side. Mm-hmm. And then one red cherry on the Oreo side. No whipped cream? No, no, I don't do that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And I think that would be my that would be my ice cream sundae you know for what? today. I'm feeling that, man. Shout out to you. And I will give my half. Uh, oh, you trying to hold out? Yeah, I don't think. I don't share ice cream, babe. You know that. All right. <laughs> uh, and on that note, let's get, in for the, uh, let's get into the topic of the day, yes. the night, at whatever hour you're listening to yes, this. Yes. Um, but I'm really excited about tonight. I feel like um, this is an important topic. One we're really passionate about talking uh, about. And, uh, and this one really stems from a question. Mm-hmm. One of the questions that we hear constantly is, Pastor Fran, Pastor Sergio, or bro, sis, how do you do it all? That's right. How do you do everything that you mm-hmm. do? And when they, what they mean by that is they understand that we are married, that we're parents, uh, parents that we are pastors, that we are entrepreneurs, that we are... I everything mean, in just between. <laughs> every, right. Everything in mentor. between. I mean, mentor, spiritual parents, yeah. uh, 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 family, we're yeah. friends, and then we're just human beings, right? right? We, we, we do have to also Careers. take care of ourselves. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So um, we want to get into that some today. Um, yeah. I, I think this is a conversation that will benefit many people. I do want to make a parenthetic note when it comes to this uh, subject. Okay. Because we have different people from different walks of life. And I do understand that means different assignments over their lives. So considering the fact that not everyone will be doing as many things as we do or may not have as many roles or as many hats to put on. Right. Um, but I still think this is an important subject, regardless of whether you are having to prioritize 10, 20 things versus, you know, two, three things. Right, right. One of the things that as I think about this topic that I do want to make a note about is the fact that oftentimes here in Western society, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the United States. Yeah. It's a lot different from other parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I know about this nation in particular is that we often highlight or big up people who are overly ambitious. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. You know, a lot of times these are our heroes, you know, Mm -hmm. people that are achieving uh, greatness on high levels. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem. We often look down on those that are not in the forefront. Right. Meaning as in there may be someone whose assignment in life is to be a stay at home mom. Right. Or a stay at home dad. Right. And I think too often people look down on that. Mm -hmm. But when you look at kingdom and when you look at things from a biblical lens, which we do. Right. We never look down on anyone's leadership capacity, regardless of how that looks. Right. And I feel like um, one of the things that we understand 
is that our assignment is to not only disciple our children in the home, mm-hmm. but we have a mandate and a call to reach the world. That's right. So we are public figures. Right. You know, we are people that um, is known by the public. Mm-hmm. We minister and reach to many different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just our assignment. Right. But that's not to take away from somebody whose um, assignment is to um, focus on their family alone. Right. And I think that role is as vital and as important as right. our role, which yeah. is to reach our own family, but also to right. reach, you know, the public. Right. You right. Know? Um, and, and so I just want to make a parenthetic note because I feel like a lot of times um, these individuals, they get lost in the sauce or mm-hmm. they feel overlooked or they feel like something that we're addressing today is not for them because they're like, well, I'm not trying to find a rhythm amongst so many different things you right. know but i want to i want to let you know that this is speaking to you at whatever capacity you're in and i also want to give you a shout out by the way yes. because i feel like <laughs> here's here's the great commission right out of matthew 28 it says go the, um, um go and make disciples out of all nations baptizing mm-hmm. them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit and your world <laughs> Your mm-hmm. nation mm-hmm. may be Jerusalem, may be at home. Right. And you discipling your children right. is so crucial. Mm-hmm. It's so vital because you are training up world changers. You're exactly. training up the future, uh, the future of um, our nation, exactly. the future of the church. And so I want to celebrate that. Yes. I want to big that up. I want to, you know what? I want to honor to you most definitely. I want to honor all of those moms, all of those dads, um, all of those, you know, legal guardians or people that are caretakers. Caretakers. We want to honor you because oftentimes, you know, even the enemy will speak to those people and kind of whisper in their ear like you're you're not worthy. You're not doing enough. Right. Um, You're just you're just focusing on your children. You need to do more. Right. And um, if you have been given an assignment from the Lord that that is what you're supposed to focus on guess what that That is is. your ministry that's right that is your ministry the Mm -hmm. home is a ministry within itself and so I'm, I'm, I'm probably talking about that because we just got off um, Hope Sunday Live. And this past Sunday, the Lord stirred in me strongly to share about the family altar, That's right. about how everything begins at home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just a, a saying charity begins at home, but it's right. just everything begins at home. Leadership begins at home. Um, a passion and devotion to God begins at home. Education begins right. at home. Character building begins at home. And and I think what's happened is we focus too much on the outside, right? For those things to build, um, to build us in the realm of education, um, spirituality, um, training, uh, whatever have you. We've mm-hmm. looked for far too long on the outside, and we've depended on outside entities, but. During the season of pandemic, things getting shut down, it's been a reset button for mm-hmm. us to focus on the family because that is the first ministry. That's right. So I know I just kind of veered off, but I just wanted <laughs> to lay that point down. It's for a good us. point. Thank you so much, baby. For us to come back and discuss how we do everything that we do. Right. Because we knew very well before we really got serious in this thing that we had an assignment over our lives yeah. to really be um, people that would that would minister and reach out to the public. Right. And that means that we have a lot of different exactly. roles. Exactly. <laughs> 
How do we do it all? I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't know how we do it. And that's the end of the podcast. Bye. Bye. That's it. That's our answer, y'all. We don't know. No, truthfully, there are many days where we don't even know how we yeah, do it. And yeah. and so there is, there is this caveat. There is this one aspect that we have, we have to be truthful about. There are aspects about our lives that we understand that it is only by the, gra- <laughs> the, by the grace Spirit, of God, yeah. the help of the Holy Spirit. And those are the intangibles. Right. Those are the things that you can't really put your hands on or give an equation or a scientific method behind right, it. It right. really is a thing of the unexplainable, right. the grace of God, mm-hmm. the strength and, and the leading of the Holy Spirit right. to get through everything we, we get through mm-hmm. and, and accomplish everything that we right. do. And I just want to pause you right there to just say something. The reason why that comes for us, though, is because it's part of our assignment. Right, right, right. So I do fully believe that when God has given you an assignment, he will fully equip you. The Holy Spirit will strengthen you in order to fulfill every aspect of that assignment. Right. Um, So if there's a lot of moving parts, the Holy Spirit will strengthen you for all of those moving parts. If it's not part of your assignment to do five different things, then you're going to find yourself getting overly exhausted. And, you know, no matter where you try to pull strength from, nothing is coming. And that could be an indication that you're doing you're stretching yourself too thin. And maybe you're you're trying to juggle things that God never put on your plate. Right. But when you have that Holy Ghost like. I don't really know how to explain it. Like you just said, the intangible. It's, yeah, the unexplainable. It's, it's the unexplainable. You can't explain like it. there are days when you and I look at each other, we're like, we don't even know how we're going to get through this week. And then the week is over and we're looking at ourselves like, how did we just do Seriously. that? <laughs> Seriously. So, and, and, and honestly, in those moments, we just praise God. Yeah. Um, because oftentimes we'll look at our week, we'll look at tasks, we'll look at projects and say, and, and, and it's daunting mm-hmm. to us as humans and when we look at it according to our ability. Right. But um, but we've found this place to operate in God's ability. Right. And that's in the realm of, of the supernatural. Right. Where God adds his super mm-hmm. on our natural abilities. That's right. And that's honestly... That's honestly what what God's grace and, and His anointing is. It's mm-hmm. adding His super to our natural. That's good, babe. That, was that good? Yes. Oh, Where's oh, your man. horn? Man. Oh, you need to give me this horn <laughs> so that I can look with. Shout out to the Holy Spirit, just giving me that inspiration. <laughs> that but <was> good. <laughs> but honestly, one of the things that we we fully trust in is that when God calls us to something, He will back us. Right. In, exactly. And what we're pursuing and what we're leaning into. One hundred percent. And I think that's the biggest thing to understand that if you haven't been called to it, you're not going to sense that backup. Right. right. <laughs> you're going to yeah. be out there on your own. <laughs> but one of the things that we understand is that when he calls us to something, we trust fully. We don't we may not have the full answer from the beginning. We may not know how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. We may not know where we're going to draw the strength from. We may not know how exactly the details are going to play out. But one thing that we do is we walk by faith. And as we take those steps, just the leading 
the right. grace, the strength, the wisdom all begins to play out. Right. So right. that's the, <laughs> as, as somebody's <laughs> listening to this, I read, because I know y'all, you're like, man, daggone it. But that's not, I don't, that, that's not helping me. Y'all just telling me, y'all being pastors, y'all telling me to just lean on the Lord. Yes, we are. Lean on the Lord. Yes. Lean on the Holy Spirit. Yes. Depend on. But there are practical no, things. But no, but no, 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 no. We're not going to leave you like that. <laughs> we're not going to leave you like that. Come on. You know, we're not going to do the, the Although, party animals like that. Yeah. There are practical things that we do too. Yeah. Although we will st- we will start with one of the practical things, but it's also an essential part yeah. of our faith walk <laughs> as a because we we are a faith-filled family, so obviously for us prayer is a key element yes. in in what we do. Um so we're going to share four Ps with y'all today. The very first one in terms of how we do it all, the first one is prayer. prayer. Because we cannot do anything if we are not first and foremost Seeking the Lord, but also speaking to him and allowing him to speak to us. So most definitely when it comes to that, I will say, at least for us, this has been something that's been modeled Mm. since our childhood. So it only made sense for us to also bring it into our home. Yeah. Right. Like I my I grew up in a home where. My mother is my primary example. She is the role model, the woman of faith that I look up to and say, I want to be like that one day. Mm. When I'm a mom, like that's the type of whatever you had, I need that. And I'm till this day, I mean, I tell you all the time, I'm like, I need my mom to lay hands on me. I need her to impart on me. Yes. A prayer Um, warrior indeed. Yeah. So, um, you know, seeing all of that, as we were growing up, I was obviously my mom was a, a single mother. So I grew up in a um, single parent household. But if there was something that would not lack every single day, it mm. was prayer. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know how my mother made it through week after week. Just depending. She literally was just depending on the Holy Spirit. We were living in terms of income below poverty line. Yeah. But I don't know what it is to not have food on the table. Wow. I don't know what it is to not have clothes on my back, what it is to not have, you know, a roof over my head. Somehow, some way, God always gave the Holy Spirit would always give my mother the wisdom that she needed um, in order to work mm. um, and to to gave her creative ideas to, you know, to, to raise us, but also to provide for the home. Yeah. So, and that only came through her seeking in prayer. Mm. So for me seeing that, I mean, there was no choice. If you were going to live under Francisca <laughs> Phipps' roof, <laughs> you were going to be was, in prayer. I actually day. was going to say, you know, obviously I've been a part of the family for, for a good while now. And, um, she doesn't do anything outside of prayer. That's right. Every decision. Is, yes. Even the smallest thing. As as small as, you know, going to the dealership and getting a car. No, that well that's you know, you'll pray on that. But I'm I'm talking about let's go, let's let's even go further before she cooks. Oh yeah. Some people may yeah. find that crazy. <laughs> but my mother, this is this is no no cap as they say, that's no Cappington. Right. <laughs> my mother in law prays before she cooks. Yeah. And the reason being is because she knows that um, she's getting ready to bless someone. That's right. With a meal. That's right. And so she even asked God to help her prepare 
a meal the best way possible. Right. That it will be a blessing and of That's nourishment right. to somebody. Exactly. That's how deep yeah. prayer goes yeah. with her. Yeah. So I I mean, I saw all of that. Yeah. And and seeing it, seeing her model it, seeing her live it out, she didn't just talk about it or preach it from a pulpit. She she literally lived it. So um, you know, and because I saw all of those things. I just that was just something that I knew was going to be practiced in our home. And so we're now instilling that in our girls every yeah. morning. Uh, you pray, t- you pray with them. Right. If you don't have the opportunity to do it, I'm doing it. If we can do it as a family, we're doing it together. Yeah. In um, the morning, we'll do circle time. Yeah. You do circle time in the yeah. morning. At night, we each pray with our girls individually because we have to divide and conquer. Yeah. Um, but and even throughout the day. Yeah. Throughout so I, the day. I think I think one of the. And not to cut you off, baby. Hold hold your thought if you have. No, no, I, you're I, good. I, like, I like I like what you're I like what you're saying. Um, one of the things going back to the concept of the family altar. Yeah. The family altar simply is the place of encounter or devotion in in the household, mm-hmm. and we have times where we separate specifically for devotion within our family right. prayer worship word mm-hmm. um and we encourage one another we ask each other for prayer requests i asked my three-year-old if she has anything in her heart right that she wants to pray about yeah i ask her if if there's anyone in her mind yeah that she wants mm-hmm. and my three-year-old daughter yeah would will literally mention people yeah and i believe it's the holy spirit because mm-hmm. i know people may be going through things mm-hmm we're not discussing this with right, her. And right. she'll say, um, can we pray for such and such person? Mm-hmm. Can we pray for this person? And it's incredible how she's spot on. Right. And right. I believe that's just when the scripture comes true, uh, true that out of the mouth of babes, the mm-hmm. praises will flow. That's right. Um, but anyways, we have family altar or devotion time in the morning and at night. But it's just it's just. In, in the atmosphere of our home. Right. Prayer is taking place all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, at any moment, you know, if if if, if one of them gets a boo-boo, one of them mm-hmm. uh, hurts themselves, mm-hmm. we stop, we mm-hmm. pray, you know, if whatever, we're just in a moment of there's a, a praise and worship song, we right. break out in, right. in our household. Or if there's something to celebrate, you know, because we've just received great news or uh, or Kalea has, you know, excelled in some activity or Nade has shown progress or Navaya, who's just taken her first steps. Those are all opportunities we take to, we celebrate, to celebrate and praise, literally God, praise together. God together. Yeah. Like we open up our mouths, we clap our mm-hmm. hands, we lift our hands. Yeah. So worship, prayer. Um, devotion is not just an activity for us that we do on Sundays, right, on right. Wednesdays. This is literally taking place all throughout the day and mm-hmm. every day. Just going back to, to the power of prayer. Um, it was instilled in you. Mm-hmm. Prayer runs deep in my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was learning about devotion, prayer, as early as I can remember exactly before yeah. I could fully understand <laughs> w- what I was doing and why I was doing it but we would be literally on our knees those mm-hmm. are my memories yeah we would be on our knees and I, my 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 legs would go to sleep <laughs> like when I'll get up you ever you ever had your legs just go to sleep mm-hmm. and then they're numb and then you wake up and you feel that electricity the little, and yeah. the pings on the bottom yeah. of your feet and then all go the electricity oh. just shooting all through your body oh my goodness the like calambre. The, how do you cal- say yeah, that? Cal- 
saw but I, the, those are my memories we would be on our knees and 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 i would just you know just be in a corner and i i would be thinking about cartoons i would be thinking about <laughs> my, my my friends at school but i was in an atmosphere of prayer mm-hmm. and that instilled something so powerful which is to make prayer our first response and everything that's right so prayer is always first and foremost it's never last resort um and panic is is never our default right when we're right. facing crisis like whenever whether it's great whether it's triumphant whether it's victory or whether it's crisis whether it's challenges prayer is something that i learned in my family to go to mm-hmm. and this is something that we we instill in our children so right. how do we do everything that we do first and foremost everything is done through prayer right because if prayer is not in it, as I mentioned this past Sunday, one week without prayer makes one week. week. One week, W-E-E-K makes one, one week without prayer makes one week, mm-hmm. W-E-A-K. E-A-K. Like, it's just it's just a true thing. Whenever right. we are running on fumes, mm-hmm. on our own strength, on our own abilities, we get exhausted, we burn out, we get set back, we get frustrated. We just we feel the pressure of life. Right, right. But when we are relying on the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. again, that gives us the ability to keep going. That's so right. everything is done through prayer. Prayers it gives us heavenly vantage point. Yes. It gives us the opportunity to slow down, mm-hmm. to breathe, and to get outside of worry and panic right. and to focus and give us the right perspective and the right strength. So right. that is the power of prayer. And of course, we always go to the scripture, Philippians chapter four, verse six, where it tells us, don't be anxious about anything, That's right. but do everything by prayer, by prayer, with your petition, with Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's right. Prayers is absolutely prayer right. is key, y'all. So yeah. I know it might be redundant. Everyone's like, oh, everybody always talks about prayer. But hey, maybe it's the one thing you're not doing that you should start doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, because everybody always wants uh, an easier fix. Yeah. To to certain things like answers coming quicker or you know hitting the jackpot much faster and i and at the end of the day sometimes it's just you can't bypass that step prayer is one of the steps you just cannot bypass absolutely and if you put it at the forefront of everything that you do i promise you i promise you there is nothing more powerful than to to lead your home with prayer there really is not most definitely. Um, when did everything start with last year? Even last year. I mean, we've always been prayerful individuals, but I think last year God really called us to step step our devotion up a notch, especially yours. Yeah. And I mean, every every we in the home like felt the shift. Yeah. And then that trickled down even to the church feeling the shift. And no one no one knew what was happening or what had happened. And the 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 only thing that was different was that you were you were stepping up your time in your secret place. And yeah. and just like Jesus says, whatever you do in private, God will reward. And so it's not about everybody else seeing you do it or everybody else or anybody else knowing that you're that you're doing it or you screaming it from the rooftops. But what you do in your secret place, what you do 
in private as you seek the Lord, he is a rewarder of those, of those. who diligently seek right, him. Right. And so he will reward your seeking. Um, so, you know, there's just that that's a promise and there's no other way around it. <laughs> Man, so prayer so is good. part of that seeking. That's so good. As you're talking, I'm just kind of uh, just reflecting on, on the power of prayer because it leads us to the second P, mm-hmm. um, which is priorities. Mm-hmm. So the first P is prayer and the second is priority because honestly, that is what gives us the proper perspective on our priorities. That's right. And what we need to be focusing on. And so many things have been produced through prayer. Right. In our prayer time. And I think just we've received so much guidance from the Lord, mm-hmm. direction, mm-hmm. instruction. We've honestly been illuminated yeah. in many different seasons as to what we need to do, how we need to do it. We've, right. we've gotten all of that by prayer. And I just want to encourage the party animals. Not yeah. only are you a party animal, yeah, <laughs> but you're a spiritual leader. yeah. And some of you may be discouraged and saying, you know, I don't have the the knowledge level you all have or yeah. I'm brand new to my faith walk mm-hmm. but I want to let you know that at whatever place you are in God will meet you That's and right. will strengthen you That's so right. long as you are taking steps by faith and understanding that That's you right. are a spiritual leader That's and right. so as a spiritual leader we have spiritual responsibility and I promise you that you will see the benefit the blessing and the impact That's right. that uh, prayer will have in the household and that prayer will lead you to having the right perspective on priorities. I That's always right. say priorities is keeping first first things first. That's right. It's what gives us the proper perspective on what should take precedence or what should proceed before other things. So priorities is absolutely important. Um, the way we do everything that we do is we often take inventory on our priorities. Right. It's like, <laughs> you just did this recently. Um, whenever things are getting disorganized in the home, mm-hmm. let's just use the example of our daughter's toys. Right. <laughs> we got a whole lot of toys up in here, a whole yeah, lot of puzzles, do. blocks. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Wooden toys, blah, uh, uh, plastic uh, toys. And we got a whole lot of, whole lot of. kitchen. <laughs> we got a whole lot of things here. And they often get very messy, mm-hmm. disorganized. So you had to recently organize their toys. And the way that you did it is you laid everything out. Mm-hmm. Dumped it all out. Dumped it all out. Essentially, then you are taking an inventory Mm -hmm. and then you are allocating or separating and then putting um, specific ones in the proper bins and boxes and et cetera. Right. So that's essentially priorities is you taking a look at everything that you have to do, Mm -hmm. taking an inventory and say, okay, this is what I have to focus on. And this is the time and space that I'm going to allocate to this priority. Right, what right. can you say about priorities? Well, maybe? also, even if we go back to the to the bin analogy, um, it's even looking at things and figuring out where things go yeah. on the list. Yeah. Right. So there are certain things where it's this is crazy when we even put the girls toys out because yeah. we have 
we really have a few different places where we put their toys. Mm-hmm. There's their room. There's, you know, the easy, the ones that are the most easily accessible. So they're like in a, you know, in a lower part of the family room where they don't have to climb anything. And then there's the ones that are in the closet, right? Yeah. Where they might have to use a stool or something. So even in that, we choose what toys can you grab first? Right. Like which ones are the ones that are easiest, maybe the safest, um, the easiest for us to clean up, (laughs) you know, like the ones that are less messy, maybe, um, you know, those are the, maybe the ones that we put out first. Yeah. And then the second set probably go in the closet where these are like your once in a while you get to play with these. They might be like the special toys or whatever. And Mm -hmm. then up in their room, it's just, it's the, if we're ever up there, you know, they may not be the ones that they play with as often, but even thinking of priorities in that way, in that, you know, it's what, what do I make available first? What do I give my time to first? Like you said, first things first. And then what are some of the things that can wait um, that they don't, they don't necessarily need to be done right now at this instant. Yeah. Or, you know, these are maybe some of the things that I don't always have to say yes to. Mm. So I'm going to put them in a different compartment. They can be category number two. And then you have the things where you're just like, this does not align to my vision, the vision of my household, my purpose, my call, anything that I have to do. And so at any point in time that this comes knocking on my door, the answer to this is always no, because right. it is a distraction yeah. from, from what I'm trying to do. Mm. So I think when whenever we have the priorities in their rightful place, it does help us to stay focused. One Ooh. of the things for for you and I that we that we usually tend to find is that as we speak to people, um, the the f- folks who who tend to um, feel like they're not making much progress or that are the most confused or don't have as much clarity really are the ones who haven't put this into practice, which is putting first things first. Because when you do have your priorities in place. You can easily focus. That's number one. It's easier to say no to things that don't align with where you're trying to go because you understand that they will they will be setbacks um, or that they they are distractions. Um, So there's that part. And then, you know, just I mean, anything that's that's going to be a waste of my time. I think you and I have gotten to a place, especially now with three kids, ministry, jobs, like, I, you know, entrepreneurship. We are now at a place where time is of the essence. Mm. Time is so valuable. We don't we don't have the luxury that some people have of just sitting around and saying we're going to binge watch Netflix this weekend or an episode. We I cannot remember the last time we before kids. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I think we were still able to get it off. Yeah. Before. (laughs) Maybe once in a while. And what's crazy is we went from saying we didn't want kids for about four years and change. Yeah. Like, we were adamant. Yeah. It, we were both on the same page. I don't know if we've mentioned this no, before no. on the podcast, but um, we when we first got married, we were um, 
always in ministry and so we we we've always been a couple that's been ambitious we've always right. had a lot on our plate we were always going after a lot of different things and even at that time we didn't have kids but we were doing youth ministry you know I was doing a lot of nonprofit work I was doing some consulting work and you were you know doing uh, you were a research assistant and then you went into a completely different field mm-hmm. so and and highly successful in everything that you've done so we were we were totally like we were good we yeah, were fine yeah, without kids, without kids. And, and i think we would have those conversations consistently we would, mm-hmm. i would ask you are you sure you don't want any kids you're like no and i'm yeah. like you know what yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with you yeah i think it was it was a season we were in it just was. just because of the fact that we were dealing with so many young people and children so we were just in a place where we were always you know our energy and our time, our thoughts, and, and just every our talents yeah. were, were being poured into so many different young people right. and children already. So I well, don't know if that, that caused that. Yeah, but not even that. The fact that we also didn't see examples of people doing everything that to this magnitude and doing it well. Yeah. Because, and that's not to toot our horns. It, that really is to give God all of the glory and a huge shout out to the Holy Spirit. Because... Um, Everything that we do, like you said, it has been by the grace of God and the strength of the Holy Spirit. Um, But I think one of our biggest fears when we would talk about it really was the fact that most of the families that we saw in ministry, like the couple was could be successful in ministry, doing what they were doing, but their kids were not involved. Right. Or their kids were not a part of it Mm -hmm. or. Um, or kids were, but parents weren't, or one spouse was, but the other one was not. And so we just didn't have a picture of a family, like a ministerial family Correct. that was doing this well. And so I think that low key, that was a fear, at least of, of mine. Mm-hmm. I just, it almost didn't seem possible yeah. <laughs> to be able to have a healthy family where, where I could feel, where I could feel like my kids can also be a part of this, but enjoy doing it. Yeah, it almost felt like every every child that was doing it with their parents, it was as if they were being forced to do it. But I mean, that's for a whole another podcast a, well, because we're going to talk we'll, about we'll probably, why that was. <laughs> we'll probably talk about that for sure. Yeah. Um, but anyways, what I wanted to mention with all of what what we just said is that we went from no kids to just popping them out. <laughs> back, bang, to bang, back, bang. To back, literally. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to us. <laughs> literally, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> but anyways, oh my gosh. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so... Um, I remember st- we were still able before kids to kind of just you know do the binge yeah. watching, stay up late, wake up a little late on the weekends, and we were able to we we, we really enjoyed yeah um, life before kids, and we still enjoy life after kids. Yeah. You know, we're we're not um, we're <laughs> we're not depressed, we're not miserable. <laughs> yeah, we love we love all that yeah. God has blessed us with, and we love our lives. We, yeah, you know, um, but most definitely when it comes to priorities we have to know what we can say yes to mm-hmm. and we have to know what we have to say no to right 
Um, otherwise, we'll, we'll, th- there will be areas of our lives that will be neglected. Right. And oftentimes when something is strained or whenever there's stress or whenever there's over ex- exhaustion or pressure, that means there's an area that is not aligned properly or right. hasn't been attended to. Right. Just like you have to have proper form whenever you're about to um, use a lot of force, like right. when you're working out, right. lifting weights. One of the things that is critical um, is that form form is important mm. otherwise you will strain mm. or pull mm-hmm. a muscle mm-hmm. and oftentimes we see marriages um family dynamics um or even just young single people you mm-hmm. know that that are overly stressed because there's an area where form is being neglected right. and priorities is is the thing to get your form in the right place and so if you don't have priorities you're neglecting a certain area and whenever there's an area that's neglected, that area goes into a deficit. So oftentimes we're struggling and battling in marriages and relationships or with our children because we're trying to make withdrawals in something that we never deposited anything into. Mm-hmm. Yes, that babe, good? that was a good point. Where's the horn? Oh, you wanted me to... <laughs> Why you on the horn? You want me to... And when it's a good up, point. Up, 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 up. So... Um, Let's just say amen. That's just that's just a fact that um, a lot of times our marriages, uh, our relationships, they're on negative. Yeah. Just like when your car gets declined or where you're trying to pull out (laughs) funds and then and then there's a signal Mm -hmm. that says negative. Like you are you are in the red. Yeah. Um, And it's very simple. Mm -hmm. You haven't made enough deposits in order to make a withdrawal. That's so good. So whenever we're running on empty in any of these areas, it's Mm -hmm. because it's been neglected. Right. And it's in a deficit. Right. And when you have priorities in the right place, you will find yourself making the proper deposits. That's right. Investing the time, the energy into it. So just breaking it down simply. I have to... I'm. I, I, I'm homeschooling right. my three-year-old, but also at the same time. Pause. Shout out to my husband. He's homeschooling the girls. Let's go. I don't have a horn, but here we go. Shout out to you, babe. A lot you of people don't doing, know that. Yeah, they don't. But you are doing an incredible job. Yes. Let's go. My husband is with our girls seven hours a day yeah. on his own. Yeah. I try to pop in from time to time, and if I you know, can help with certain things. I will. There's days when I can help more yeah. than others. Yeah. But you are doing a phenomenal Thank you so job. much, baby. I honestly, I'm their mom and I don't know how you do it. So I. <laughs> well, again, priorities, because I know that's yeah. a priority. I have to invest the proper energy into that. Mm-hmm. I have to do the research. I have to set it up. I have to have a routine. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um. I got to exercise a lot of patience Mm -hmm. coming through a lot of prayer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and may the parents of toddlers and infants say amen. Amen. (laughs) Um, But by the grace of God, we get through that. Um, It would be terrible for me to neglect that and be focusing on other priorities during a time that I'm supposed to be focusing on that. Right. right? Right. So, so again, I have to focus on that and then, just to kind of give people an insight or a look into our lives. Yeah. Then after my homeschooling day is done, yeah. then my ministry business and business. ministry time begins. Yeah. Like, So I'm going to be very honest with you. And I'm not recommending, I'm, I'm not <laughs> encouraging this. I'm not recommend, recommending this. I don't know why I'm having trouble saying recommending <laughs> this. 
um, to 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 the party animals. But I'm just letting I'm giving you an insight on my life. I'm giving you a look. And and this is just the only way I'm able to get everything done. I'm honestly I'm going to bed at three in the morning Mm -hmm. and I'm still waking up in the morning to get the girls ready, homeschooling. And then right after my homeschooling day is done, we kind of we trade. We switch. <laughs> we call them sh- switch shifts. We, we yep. <laughs> it changes shift. <laughs> change so shift. so I clock out, um, and then you begin to take care of, of things at home, mm-hmm. and then I begin to take care emails, meetings, um, whatever calls, um, right. study time um, for ministry, um, preparing material. I mean, the list goes on and on right, and on, but right. then we, so we switch, we pivot. And then because ministry is a priority, I have to mm-hmm. focus on that, uh, because our, our businesses that we're building is a priority. We mm-hmm. have to focus on that. Right. People are priority. So we have 10 right. to calls and emails, et cetera, et cetera. So these are, these are just kind of the areas that that we have as priority so we have to allocate the actual time so they don't go in a deficit right right that's so good because you know i don't know why this just came to my head but i think about how we would not be able to do any of this if we were not organized like if we didn't plan in advance uh our days and our schedules and our week, it would be almost impossible. Right. I, I mean, like there are people who do it, <laughs> but they are doing it in chaos. They're constantly tired. They're constantly stressed out. They're constantly overwhelmed. And I am, I am grateful that we have gotten into such a great rhythm that when we approach all of these different priorities um we're not feeling now that's not to say that we're never exhausted and that we're never overwhelmed and that we are never stressed because all of that stuff is i mean given everything that we have going on that's inevitable oh yeah but i will say that there's to the other two bees (laughs) oh oh i'm not there yet oh i'm sorry Am I? Okay, I can stop. You're already talking about the third P, which is planning. Oh, okay, okay. Well, no. Third P, third P planning. planning. You're talking about organization, so go ahead, bring it down. Well the, well, the reason why I jumped there was because I literally thought about, okay, perfect example, because we're going to be practical here. So our girls have a bedtime. Yes. So we try to, we try, because it's, it's not always spot on. But between 8.30 and 9, that's our window. We are getting the girls prepared for bed. I think the latest is like 9.15 is the latest time. Like we're closing the last girl, the last daughter's like bedroom door to say goodnight. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so we really are pretty, we're pretty good about that 8.30 to 9 p.m. window. Right. But I just think about, I mean- you know, if other parents, you know, have their kids up till midnight, that's totally fine with you if that's working for you. But again, because of our current situation and all that we have to juggle, I think about how we cannot get anything done 
watching all three of our girls because they're the focus exactly because priority priority because exactly so we actually didn't talk about that but we talked about prayer that's seeking god god is number one and then after that everything else kind of flows but after him it's for us it's family yeah. marriage that's and family. our first ministry yeah um so then yes when we have the girls we're like you are priority so when they're done then our priority shifts to the next thing <laughs> um but then it's it it's one of those things where i'm like if we didn't have that routine we would we would never be able to give anything like you said we wouldn't be able to deposit anything into the other priorities Correct. that we have so the planning is so key because if you're not pl- if you're not planning your time out again time is something you will never get back this is a gift from god god has called us to be stewards good stewards of our time right um you know and so the word of god tells us you know teach god teach us to number our days mm. in other words teach us to make the most use of the time that we have because it is so limited so good our days are numbered yeah and so we can't live on this earth as if we have all of the time you know to live it we we don't our days are numbered and um it's such a small fraction like when we really put it into perspective um against eternity it's such a small fraction and so when you think about life that way you realize every second of every moment counts so much yeah there's so much weight to it. And so what I do right now is going to count in the next moment. And that moment is going to count for the next moment. And so even when it comes to planning and managing your time is so important because then that allows you to make sure that you are distributing your priorities and making the depo- the correct deposits into the places that you need to be making them. Um, you know, so for us, having that bedtime is key right. because if, if we didn't have it, we wouldn't be able to invest in our marriage. Right. What We don't have any time during the day to invest in mm-hmm. our marriage. We have small moments. We talked about that in another podcast. If you didn't listen that we, to yeah, it, we maximize small moments. We maximize every small moment that we have. But to really spend time together, we have to rely on our village to give us a break. Um, or we have to rely on evenings because that's the only time we now have together. So that's why that early bedtime for us is key. Correct. Then that also allows us usually between the hours of like 10 and 1, 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. is when I'm working on yeah, ministry, we're... on business, and yeah. you're working until 3. Yeah. So... Um, I just, I love my sleep. So it's hard for me (laughs) by 1 PM. I mean, by 1 AM, I'm like, uh, but it's, you know, we try, this is, this is a perfect example. It's 1230. Oh yeah. And we're doing 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 this podcast. Yeah. This is just, and, 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 and I'll use this example for the fourth P. Right. So I'll just, I'll just hold on that note, but, but continue, continue with the planning. Okay. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like I yeah made that like, honestly honestly it just, <laughs> you got a to, plan to put it simply <laughs> to put it simply is you fail to plan you plan and to, to fail, fail. yeah I always say that and it's just a fact of life yeah you fail to plan you plan to fail not only is that 
a powerful quote, but scripture teaches us right. the plans of the diligent lead to profit. Right. The plans of the diligent mm-hmm. leads to much success. That's right. So that's Proverbs 21. And, and I think it's just important to know that in order for your priorities to have the right energy, time allocated to it, you've got to develop a plan. Mm-hmm. In other words, a system. So for us, right, because we keep going to our example, because the question we get is, how do y'all do it? Yeah. We have a system for everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If we don't have a system, it's not working for us. Mm-hmm. So from the moment we wake up, mm-hmm. we have a system. Yeah. We have a routine of, of uh, when we get up, who's doing what to get the girls ready. Right. You're getting them ready brushing their teeth Mm -hmm. i'm already downstairs getting the bottles and the breakfast ready i'm talking about and i can keep going but everything has a system and then we and then we transition into into homeschooling Mm -hmm. and that has a breakdown right and a system right and then when that day is over we have a system of what we're working on we run through our schedules and i think we've talked about this before how either um, we get first, usually on Sunday nights or Monday, we get a good glance of our week. Right. Of what the week so we're talking like. through what the week is looking like. And even the night before, we're saying, hey, by the way, tomorrow, just a right. heads up again. Right. We already went through it on Sunday, but then we, we reiterate because we are humans. Yes, right, right. we forget things. Right. And, and there'll be a lot of times where we'll speak about something on Sunday, kind of the week at a glance. Right. But then the night before, let's say it's Tuesday into Wednesday, say, hey, babe, remember I have this going on. And you're like, right. oh, okay. You know, I forgot. Right. And then we're able to coordinate, plan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a system to everything. And again, because we understand that if we fail to plan it, then we're planning to fail. Right. So when it comes to planning, we're specific in our planning. Right. We have measures in our planning right and some of y'all like yo this is deep yes Mm -hmm. if you are doing a lot then you have to have the proper planning that's right time markers so we go through our schedules we're supposed to be doing this at this hour we're recording the pot at this hour we have a meeting at this hour we're going to be making a call at this hour we got to send this email or for the next hour you're going to be working on this I'm going to be working on that right man this thing is deep how we operate and I think you know um i guess because we're in it um it's 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 hard to describe the fullness yeah. of it but this is the <laughs> best we can do to kind of give yeah. you a look in but literally we operate from the moment we get up off system off prayer yeah off priority and off of planning that's how we get it done that's right and i just think it's important. Yeah. I think. I think it's wisdom. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's biblical for us to steward our time in that mm-hmm. way again to maximize all that God has entrusted us yep. with. So, uh, planning can't planning. can't stress that enough. The word proverb says, "Commit to the Lord your plans. <laughs> Don't come to Him without a plan." <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I know that that might sound contradictory because people are going to tell me, well, you know, it's God's purpose over my plan. I I get that. But at the same time, God has given you wisdom. And so when it comes to, um, you know, when it comes to having plans, you use God's wisdom and you pray and you ask God that his desire would become your desire so that as you put your plans together, they do become God's purpose. And so that's what you're saying yes to when it comes to your planning. And then so you can commit that to the Lord and then the Lord will help you to accomplish that plan because it's under his desire and his will for your life. You know, we don't get this perfect 
all the time. Oh, yeah. No. Um, we drop the ball many times. <laughs> uh, we make a lot of mistakes. But in planning and in being specific and setting those markers, um, those measures, when we drop the ball, we're able to identify where uh we went wrong right and what we need to do to pick it back up right but if you just are dropping the ball but you're you were never specific from the beginning you don't know what you need to change right you don't know exactly what you need to improve and so that's why we're very specific in our, in our planning and so obviously there are a lot of times where things are out of our control right i was we, just gonna say we, fluidity is also very yes, important it's super key to be fluid because with children <laughs> listen man it, it could be one in the morning you we might be recording the pod and a baby starts crying right it's happened before yeah. while we've been recording yeah. and we we let this thing continue running right mm-hmm. um being fluid and just trusting in the lord in the process right you know a lot of people say trust in the process I like to say trust in the Lord in the while in the process. Yeah. And um, and so, again, that's why for us planning is important, because then we're also able to lead into the fourth P, which right. is producing. Yes. Producing, producing, producing. Break if you just down. if you just prayed, if you just uh you just said oh dang because you looked at the time I looked at the time yeah 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 we, we're, we passed the, the hour but we've been out of it for two weeks we, man, this, this thing this thing you flowing right, right you now right, you right this thing flowing so let's just let's just say you prayed <laughs> you prioritized <laughs> did the time management thing did the, the planning. planning thing but if you did not execute mm. it would be in vain mm. I'll tell you how the scripture says it. In the same way, faith by itself, if it, if it is not a, accompanied by action, it it's is dead. dead. That's how the scriptures say it. So all your praying, all your planning, all your meetings, all your talking to your children, all that talking to your wife about what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. <laughs> but if you have no action attached to it, baby, it's dead. It's dead. It just goes into thin air. And I think a lot of times we can fall into that trap of saying, this is my dream. This is the vision for the family. This is what we want to accomplish. But baby, if you're not resilient, if you're not persistent, if you don't fight through feelings of discouragement, of being tired or um, whatever have you. Right. There are many there. There are an array of excuses. Right. but if you don't push past excuses, making excuses and simply make it happen, right. then all of those things are just going to kind of be put into the back burner. Right. And so the reason I had mentioned earlier that this is a perfect example of that is we've had a long day. Right. When do we not have long days? Mm-hmm. We always say <laughs> our days are long, but it feels like the time is short. Right. Um. Today, we were tired and we had a real moment even before recording yeah. the party. We had a day where mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, even mm-hmm. spiritually, um, we f- we felt, again, mm-hmm. felt yes. feelings. We felt like all we wanted to do after our day was snack and, and relax. just relax <laughs> and do nothing. Yeah. But praying, prioritizing and planning 
leads to commitment. Right. When you prioritize and you plan and you've prayed about it, it tells you where you need to be committed. That's right. And because we're committed to this, mm-hmm. we said we're today we're pushing past feelings. Yeah. We're pushing yeah. past being tired. Yeah. And focusing on the mission. And I think this is a perfect example of it. It's 1240 AM. <laughs> and honestly, we're doing this with so much love. It's not like I'm not I'm not dreading this. That's right. I'm loving this. Yeah. I'm I'm getting to spend time with you, but we're also pouring out from mm-hmm. our hearts. And I feel the grace and the strength of God even mm-hmm. as we're sharing. Yeah. And so um you have to produce people. Yeah. You can't just be all talk and there's no walk. You That's gotta right. walk this thing out. Oh walk it out. Oh walk it out. Oh walk it out. Listen, <laughs> you gotta make it happen. Yeah. Um, I think along that line too, just really when you when you are committed to something, right? Like you've you've already purposed in your heart that this is what you're going to do. There will be there will be moments like you said where producing becomes difficult. Uh, like you said mentioned, where feelings will get in the way. People could get in the way. Circumstances might get in the way. Uh, just different things, right? That that pop up, but. Um, there is something that you have always said, even to me, like you say this to me whenever I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, you know, but you'll say, Fran, follow through with your commitments. Yes. Because that's that's character building. Follow yes. through with your commitments. Um, and it always it, I always go back to the store. I mean, what if <laughs> when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane praying and asking the father, you know, if you can take this cup from me, <laughs> but not my will be done, but your will. Right. And that cup was pain. Right. Burden of sacrifice. Yeah. Um, he was just saying, if you could just take this from <laughs> me, if I don't have to go <laughs> through this. If I don't this, have to go through it, then. But but he came because he was committed. He mm. had already committed Ooh. to following through. You gonna make plan. me take my socks <laughs> off up in here. So in the end, sometimes we will commit to things, and this is where, where I'm trying to go is that not sometimes, at least for me, often I will commit to something because in the very beginning, it's so exciting. It seems incredible. The plan, writing it all out and putting it down on paper and reading it and sharing it, there's a passion that 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 um flows with that and so that invigorates us in the very beginning yeah but as we are in the process we go through these moments where we're like why did i say yes to this (laughs) or why did i start this to not finish or can I finish? Mm. Do I do I have the stamina to keep going? Uh, God, are you sure you called the right one? Yeah. So we have these moments where we really where we find ourselves questioning or doubting or really just being scared of mm. of not being able to fulfill what we committed to. But it's in moments like that where we go back to number one. You go back to prayer Mm. and just like Jesus did, because he was the example, you pray and you say, not my will, 
but Ooh. your will. Yes. And so when we pray for God's will to be uh to be more powerful or greater, to be above our circumstance, our feelings, our obstacles, whatever might be in the way, God will strengthen us through that and through the process so that we can finish. Man. There is victory in finishing. That so. was so powerful. He he gives us the ability to produce. Yeah. And um an execution implementing is absolutely important even despite the feelings of hey let's keep it real this sucks yep <laughs> like if you if if you've never felt that feeling mm-hmm. you're not really you're not really doing whatever it yeah. is that you're doing if you've never felt the oh man this this is brutal yeah this sucks or oh i'm so exhausted i'm <laughs> tired um and you don't get to that place where you embrace the suck. Yeah. You embrace the feelings of, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this, but mm-hmm. I'm committed to this because I understand right. that commitment is doing what you said you would do long after the mood leaves. Yeah. You know, that's when you're, that's when you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. When you're pushing past uh, pain, pushing past um, the feelings again of tiredness, pushing past discouragement. Uh, criticism and opinion right and even self-doubt and fear mm-hmm. pushing past yeah. that yeah you've got to do that in order to execute mm-hmm. you've got to push past that because honestly those feelings will paralyze you mm-hmm. and they will leave all of your desires suspended in the air right. or they would just dissipate right into thin air right so it's important to implement to execute and produce make it happen that's right um, with that said, I know, you know, truthfully, we have a lot that we do and there are people who are business leaders, entrepreneurs, parents, um, I a don't, lot of other things, just, yeah, just, <laughs> just leaders in so mm-hmm. many in their own spheres of influence capacities. Yeah. yeah. Um, who are listening to this. One of the things that I, as we close out is to also understand the power of rest Yes. The power of rest is so important. This is not one of the P's. Mm-hmm. Well, just, I was actually going to say we should have literally actually ra- not- I actually literally wrote down that we should talk about rest and self-care on one of our four P's and an R and maybe we'll <laughs> dedicate a whole pod to yeah. the importance of rest. But a yeah. lot of times um, doing all that we do, we can often feel like that like that Coke bottle mm-hmm. that when you shake it up yeah and then you open the cap and then it just explodes <sighs> yeah because of the pressure that was mm-hmm. pinned up and it didn't have a healthy release right because you can shake that coke bottle up and if you just slightly open it up mm-hmm. not all at once but right. just a little it gives a healthy release right. of the pressure that right. was pinned up and honestly a lot of times if we don't have healthy release um places of rest accountability right support encouragement Mm -hmm. your village or people pouring into you right you will find yourself making a big mess that's right out of all of the things that you're supposed to prioritize Mm -hmm. plan and execute so i just want to end on that note to find your place of rest in christ Mm -hmm. in the midst of everything that you're doing 
make sure to take care of yourself. That's right. Guard your heart, mm -hmm. your mind, and your spirit. Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing like having all of these responsibilities and then in moments of exhaustion, in moments of vulnerability, then doubt, fear, and discouragement comes and they seep in our minds mm -hmm. and ultimately just leave us in a rut. So that place of rest is absolutely vital. Rest in Christ as well as your community. Yes. And so I just want to end on that note. That's a great note to end on. Man. I think I see the waiter, but babe, this, this was a good one. This was this, this was, was dope, right? Fun. High five. High man. five. I really enjoyed this one. You killed it, girl. You killed it too, babe. Oh, man. All right. Let me see what this waiter talking about. Let me look at this bill. Let me look at the tab. Oh. We definitely This was ordered. a long one, so we ordered all of this. We and definitely ordered all the appetizers. Yeah, A lot of seafood on that one. <laughs> Family, thank you so much. Party animals. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in for rocking out with us, for having this time with us. We appreciate you. We love you so much. We are praying for you. Yes. I hope that this hour and change, this seemed like it was two hours, but I don't it really wasn't, know how. It okay. wasn't, but it felt like it. <laughs> it felt like it. I hope that this time made up for the two weeks yes. that we didn't give you any content, but we are back. Yeah. Back and better, baby. Yeah. Make, so. make sure to share. Make sure to spread the love. Make sure to let people know everything that's taking place here in the CPO5 podcast. So until next time, family, know that we're praying for you. We're thinking of you. So enjoy this pod. And until the next pod, peace, love, love and, and God, God bless. bless. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>